Happy New Year, Foundry Church. Let us continue worshiping together, siblings. Turn to our Bibles, or Bible apps, to the Gospel according to Matthew, the second chapter, beginning with the first verse. Let us receive together the Word of God. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod secretly called the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there, Ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, They offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Receive what the Spirit is saying. Thanks be to God. friends today is epiphany sunday we are celebrating epiphany sunday in the western um, protestant christian calendar Uh, epiphany is the greek word that means manifestation and so god has shown up for us and this is the opportunity for us to um, be awakened by that uh, by that truth in our lives and so let us pray Gracious God, for the opportunity to hear a word from you, we give you thanks. We ask that you bless us now, that we might go out into the world and be a blessing. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we are we are here at Epiphany, the new year. Happy New Year to all that I have not had the opportunity to say that to. Um, and the world has awakened um, to the birth of Christ. 
Christ is with us. And we see in the gospel according to Matthew that even the heavens and the earth are declaring this miracle um, of the birth of the Messiah. And so since they didn't have CNN and they didn't have MSNBC or DirecTV or Xfinity, um, and as Gil Scott Heron said, the revolution will not be televised, but believe me, the revolution has come. And not in a storming army into Jerusalem, but in an infant born in one of the smaller tribes of Judea in Bethlehem and uh, to a lower class teenage girl named Mary. And God blasted the news all over the heavens. And through the sky, these men, we believe they were men, these wise ones, saw a star that they had never seen before. To let us know that the birth of the King of the Jews has come. And so this king has been expected for so long. We know about what it feels like to expect something. And so throughout all of this community's history and all of the ways in which they have looked forward to this time, here comes the Messiah in a way that only God could do it, that would blow our minds. And so here comes this star and against this, against the sky. And those who are keen on astrology, these whom some would call Gentiles, see this star. And they took their wealth and their goods and they saddled up their caravan and they traveled to following this star that didn't seem to fit in the astrological understandings that they had at the time. And they headed to the center of the Jewish people because somehow they knew they could get in. Maybe they were a Duke or a Viscount, but they went to the King's house and the King was apparently excited to see them come in. They pulled up and said, we want to see the King. And the answer was yes. And so they must have had money <laughs> or clout. And so they go in to King Herod. And can you imagine this huge caravan looking like new money rolling up and the king saying, of course, I want to see them. They must have gifts for me. <laughs> but they didn't come to see him. <laughs> they came with a question. Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observe the star at its rising and we have come to pay him homage. They came to bow down to the king of the Jews and Herod, it ain't you. And so it just reminds us that God is still speaking to everyone. God is bringing us all to Christ. And it doesn't matter what that person looks like. It doesn't matter what we think they should, how they should be. It doesn't even matter if they speak our language or they're from their country. It doesn't matter how much wealth they have. They're coming. God is still working. And so God used a star to bring 
those who could afford to drop what they were doing and travel to another land and get an audience to the king to find the baby. And so it reminds us, even especially as as uh, as someone who is privileged to work with our hospitality uh, and congregational care, when God brings these star followers to our doors, how are we to receive them? How are we to acknowledge them? I believe that God wants us to rejoice when God brings those who we look at as Gentiles or we or speak a different language that's not that's not one we've heard before or come bearing gifts that we've never seen before or we don't understand. How God calls us to welcome the stranger, all those who have come to pay Christ homage. And so that's what they were doing, coming to find the Christ. Now, can you imagine Herod's face (laughs) as they said, we're not here for you. (laughs) We came to find Christ's child. The Gentile believers questioned, frightened the king and all of Jerusalem. And after calling all of those together who feared the power slipping through their fingers, God using them. To bring the message, scared them. And yet, these travelers were willing to listen to anybody who would get them there. And so, God can use any means to get us to Christ, even those who oppose Christ. Because we know that the king was so ruthless that he would murder innocent boys in the in the in the scripture to come so i pray that you would read that he sends these strangers off with with what seemed to be his blessing in search for the christ child and so god has even the power to use those who don't even who aren't even a part who don't think they're a part of the plan to get us where we need to be to get us close to Christ. And it may take some detours to get there. If I could say anything about 2020, (laughs) if you were to give me, say, one word to describe 2020, detour would be the best, (laughs) the best word I could come up with. All the ways in which we thought that this great year with, you know, this even the way it sounds, 2020 just sounds so enlightened and we're just going to go, we're just going to just do all these awesome things. And then 2020 comes and says, no, we're about to go on a detour. And all of the pandemics start hitting our communities, illnesses and racial inequity and and violence and all of the ways in which um, we just did not see coming. But I want us to see these wise persons and see their tenacity. Friends, I am as much loss as we've had, as challenging as this year has been, 
as we look ahead to this new year, let us not give up hope. Let us be like these wise persons who could have just gone home and said, well, we're not going to Bethlehem. We came all the way here. We're, we're tired. Uh, we'll come back. All right, we'll, I'll go home and we'll come back. Maybe. We'll try again later. I mean, you know, the baby's been born. It's cool. But instead, they went on their way. And God did not disappoint because God was waiting for them in the star. And as they set out again, the star gave them direction. They didn't give up. And as tiring as the last 365 days have been, I implore you to not give up. Not because you're not tired, not because you're not sick, not because you're not sick of this, but because you know God hasn't given up on you. God will not give up on you. God is still leading us. God is still calling us forward. Because God has something for us. And so let us follow the, the, the inspiration of these, of these persons who traveled from so far. And let's continue to move forward. The scripture says, when they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. They had found the Christ child. They had found what they had been what they've been hearing about, and the joy over overwhelmed them. It, there is there is something to the having an encounter with Christ that doesn't make everything you know all the bad stuff go away. I wish that being a Christian. All the bad stuff could just go away and life could be good and, you know, and it could wrap up like your favorite princess Christmas movie. But I believe God is wanting us to know that that joy is um, is a relationship. It's the, it's the acknowledgement of a relationship with one who loves us with this everlasting love. And so no matter where we come from, how we experience God, what has happened in our past, what we've done, mistakes we've made, any of that, God is still wanting to be in relationship with us. And that is a joy that nothing can, can take away. They were overwhelmed because they were close to the Christ. And here's the good news. Christ is with us still. Christ is in us, with us, crying with us, laughing and rejoicing with us, and continuing to be with us and walk with us every step of the way. 
So the scripture says that they bowed down and they worshiped him. They gave him gifts. Now, you you might say, I don't have any frankincense. I don't have any myrrh. I don't have any gold. But what you have, give. If you have nothing but an open hand, say, God, this is all I got. This is it. And because of our relationship with the one who came that we might have life and have life more abundantly, that's enough. We are enough. Being in the presence of Christ is enough. And so I pray, friends, that looking ahead, we will see a new road, see a new way of going, see a new hope, and travel it. I pray that God would show us new things and that we can continue to follow God through Christ in a way that gives us joy, reminds us that we're not alone, and lets us know that we're enough. Thanks be to God. Amen.